0: To the Make Ready with the Experts podcast. I'm your host Fernando Coelho. We're here at Panteo Studios, bringing you the very best from in and around the firearms industry, covering topics like guns, gear, firearms training, self-defense, and so much more. Everything from industry insights about the latest gear and training techniques to hunting, survival, and empty hands. But this isn't just about the guns, folks. This is about the stories. The military, law enforcement, and civilian stories of heroics protecting our country, fellow citizens, friends, and neighbors. MakeReady.tv is the official website of Pantio Productions and features over 5,000 segments from world-famous instructors. With new video titles added each month, MakeReady.TV is widely known as the Netflix of firearms training. However, we really do go beyond that. We have survival series. We have empty hands. We have edged weapons. We cover armorer skills. We've done documentaries, even medical and hunting. With your subscription, you will have access to an extensive library of videos. To be quite honest, we got a lot. Be sure to visit MakeReady.tv and subscribe today to stream our exclusive content to any device, anywhere, anytime. This is content that just may save your life or the life of someone you love. Ladies and gentlemen, for your entertainment value, we have two key people besides the crew. We have... Keith Garcia hello Legend extraordinaire shoots three guns sometimes pretty good at it actually. Thank you. And then we have Pete Brown. I don't shoot three gun I'm not very good at it. He sucks at three guns <laughs> yeah, that's right um, Some people may know him from Three Gun Nation. he's also our editor who makes him
1: look good. It's an easy job. Dude, you're fucked. I know, right? I know, especially after these past two days. Holy shit, do I have my work cut out for me? Absolutely.
0: Ah, love you too, Pete.
1: (laughs) Here we are, day two of a three-day shoot.
0: We figured we'd sit down, say hello to everybody, and I'm just here to Keep these two. I'm, I'm, this is like an Oreo cookie. I'm trying to like keep these two separated.
1: Um, so Pete couldn't keep his hands on oh, Yeah. The last two days. yeah. In, in case you don't know, we know, we know each other. We've we, we've got a history. There's some history. Yes, yes.
0: And I have photos.
1: Yeah.
0: I may actually have video.
1: It might be on the internet. Who knows? Oh, boy. It probably is. <laughs> so um, so
0: now tell me. Um, when did you first meet this knucklehead over here?
1: Well, the first time I met him. I was scared shitless, but it wasn't because I met him, or it wasn't a, didn't have anything to do with him. I was scared shitless because I was kicking off uh, the Three Gun Nation uh, TV show slash shoot off events, and it was our very first event, and it was at Superstition Mountain, probably the most. Famous, one of the most famous three-gun matches ever, and somehow we convinced the match director to let me and my partner uh, put on a shoot-off for cash at the end of their event. And uh, we, um, to back you up a little bit, we uh, we kicked off the series, and basically the way it worked was the top eight shooters in the match got got to at the end of the event. Got to shoot off, which is a man on man race to the last target. And the top eight shooters uh Can we got use into this. Man sh-
2: against man. Ma- yeah, man
1: against man. Man on well, man when I'm, a whole different well thing. you're involved, so it's man on man. So yeah, I, usually usually here it's man go. against man, but since we're, <laughs> we're talking not about you. This, right. this, I'm just I just want to make sure man. we're on we're on the same page. All right. So it's this man on man shoot off with Ke- starring Keith Garcia at the end of the Superstition Mountain three-gun match. And this is in 2010. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and my partner, who were both bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, had this great idea for three-gun shooting. And so at the end of this match, we're running around all weekend filming this match with our video cameras. You know, it was just me and him just running around, running and gunning, as you know how that goes. Yes, yes. Um, And uh, we get to the end of the event and the whole match is up on this embankment under the awning and we're down on the range so it's like it was kind of like the indians coming over the (laughs) over the mountain (laughs) you know they're all tired it's been two days of hot weather shooting in the arizona sun and they're like who in the fuck is this three gun nation? And why do I care about this goddamn shoot off? Well, let's, let's make
2: sure we understand why everybody was upset because they were holding up the prize table. Yes. Well, the conclusion of the shoot. No one could collect their gifts. That's right. Their prizes from their match until Pete and Chad were done running their shoot. That's right. So they're holding everybody hostage.
1: Yeah. They couldn't goodies until they're done. Yeah. They couldn't get their prizes. They couldn't get to their, well, they could get to their beer coolers, I guess, but yeah, we were holding up the show because we had to film this shoot off um for tv and we wanted a an audience and the only way we could guarantee an audience is if we told them they couldn't get their prizes until it was over <laughs> that's why there was a hostile audience because there awful. was only eight of us
2: who got to shoot <laughs> yeah. everybody else
1: watched yeah and we was hoping that. that we'd get done quick yes yes but as it turns out, so before we, before I conclude this little anecdote, um, I remember being down on the range, and, and this is Chad and I's first thing ever, we're shitting ourselves, scared, just just nervous as hell. And um, Chad, Chad tries to do a big warm up, and he goes, "Who's ready for a shoot off?" And that's exactly what you heard. Crickets. Two two hundred people standing there in dead silence. <laughs> And I looked at Chad, Chad looked at me, and we're like, oh my God, what did we just get ourselves into? I have in my hand the top eight for the inaugural three gun nation shoot off. These shooters have won their division or placed uh, high enough in the field that they're going to get take their shot at $5,000. Here are those contestants. But um, as it turned out, once the shooting started, people started to warm up to it, and we had a lot of cheers by the end of the event, and it was some electric shooting, and Keith wound up taking out the Mike Tyson of 3-Gun at at the time.
2: Okay, Mike Voigt, the nine-time national 3-Gun champion. Well, we're gonna shoot three guns
1: and I'm gonna shoot against Mike. Hmm. I said, well, here's a hundred bucks, you just walk away and I'll just give you that. And uh, he didn't buy into it at all. When you beat me, just make it look good, all right? I'll wait for you. <laughs> you wait for me. You wait a while, I'll let you know when to start. Uh, and
2: he's a great guy, class act, USPSA president. Just, uh, you know, all around, he's done a tremendous amount for the sport.
1: Keith knocked him out, took uh, $5,000 home.
2: So, uh, there, since the top eight guys got to shoot, you had the best shooters in the match going up there to, to compete against each other. And uh, that was, it was kind of early in my shooting career. I was, I was doing good, but uh, there were a lot more well-established shooters and we had some really good shooters in that shoot off. Um, so just just being able to participate and the difference being, um, we had to shoot other people's guns. We couldn't shoot our own guns. We, we had sponsored guns, FNH uh, sponsored yeah. the event. Yeah. And so there was a scar for the rifle and a SOP shotgun, which happened to be the shotgun I shot already. And then
1: uh, one of their FN... It wasn't actually, it was a Ruger.
2: Oh, that was a Ruger pistol. Yeah, it was. Time. Yeah, it was a Ruger, that was a, yeah. that was a real gem. Like, one of them would shoot the third plate over on the plate, right yeah, right. Aiming at the first one, the yeah. other one would shoot the first plate. So whatever one, it yeah. kind of mixed them up. Whatever one you got, you had. I would take a cider shot with the first shot to see what would fall down, yeah. and then start yeah, right. aiming because right. it was it, you had to pick up somebody else's gun and shoot him. And that that brought a whole different skill set to the front. I mean, everybody dials in their stuff for the match and they're really comfortable with it. But when you have to go pick up somebody else's gun, like you pick up a 50 pound scar and start shooting with a suppressor on the end of it. Right. And it's totally different, you know, feel from what your gun is. And they, we're shooting plate racks at 50 yards, trying to do it fast, competing against the guy next to you, just doing the same thing. Cause we'd, you'd start off shooting, you know, you'd run out, shoot the the shotgun, and then you run out, shoot the rifle, then the shotgun, then the pistol, and you run it, get closer and closer to each other. And, and you know, everything's downrange, but you're, you're culminating with, Right at the end, you're shooting pistol, and you have two little overlapping poppers, and whoever hits theirs first, you know, winds up on the bottom of these, and it, it's, it's it was really exciting. It was the first time I'd seen anything like that, and I got to participate in it, and uh, you know, it really it uh, really changed things in three gun for the next you know eight eight to ten years.
0: All right, before we get started, let's remind these guys what they're what they're going after, what they're competing for. A check for five thousand dollars presented by U.S. Pub the first ever event of our tournament series,
1: Three-Gun Nation. Let's it. They're not wanting to make any big mistakes, so I don't want to have three or 4 makeup shots someplace. You can't go fast enough Are to make ready? up for that. Stand by. <laughs>
2: those plates, went onto that stop plate, and saw nothing but front sight, dead center, and that's where it hit, and uh, that felt real good. Our first ever check from USP, five thousand dollars to our winner, Keith
0: Garcia.
1: The shoot off, you know, we didn't we didn't really invent it, but we I guess we kind of brought it into the sun sunlight, I guess so to speak. Um, when I, you know, my infatuation with three gun began several years before that when I was working for the NRA and we would go to all these different shooting matches and you know I don't want to point fingers at any different shooting match One, you know everything every, ma- every discipline of competitive shooting has its uh, pluses and minuses but when I saw a three gun it was like my hair got blown back you know I was just like what is this this is I mean, this is like the X games, you know, the shooting sports had an X games, right. Um, I, three gun was it. And, uh, and right then and there, it was the DPMS tri tri gun. Um, and I got to meet Randy Luth for the first time, which was also, I'll never forget that one of the great people in this industry.
2: Absolutely.
1: Um, and he really took, you know, he really, chad and randy and i talked a lot about three gun and he really had a he was very supportive of you know us trying to take it to a to a broader spectrum you know he was really behind us and and um so when i first uh learned of three gun now whenever i was on assignment for the nra i wanted i was pushing to go to three gun matches and um and that was basically the idea to 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 start three gun nation which also kind of coincided with a kind of a pivotal time where the internet and social media was starting to come on it was starting to become this new thing right and then three gun has kind of fallen into there and then we're right there in the middle of it and we just kind of there was just kind of this Wave I guess for six seven years. Oh, you know? yeah, I mean
2: it got so it was so nice I would have sponsors calling me Trying to get me to shoot their products just because I was gonna be on this show be in the shoot offs Nice and you know be on TV and, and and hopefully you know make their stuff look good so it that it was it was a pivotal moment the uh, Chad and 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 Pete did something that was really unique and, and awesome by the way I mean, It was just an awesome idea. They, they pulled it off. We, we had a, a, a good run And, uh, you know, everything was coming up three gun for a long time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Um, you know, with the biggest obstacle we had with it was, uh, creating media partnerships. Um, and, and the, and I say that because in this industry, in the gun industry, as you know, everything is based around sponsorships. And so when you're, uh, when you're trying to, uh, promote a a sponsor that might not coincide with a different media entity's sponsorship agenda. And so it it really makes it very difficult to get outside help. You know, you kind of have to do it yourself, you know what I mean? And, and then when we're on the television show with the television show, we're, we're trying to convince a television network at the time it was NBC sports to promote a show that utilizes AR-15s even though in my mind three-gun shooting was the ultimate argument for firearms ownership especially AR-15 ownership not that you should have an argument obviously we we know that the second amendment has nothing to do with with that right sport sporting purpose you know there's there should be no We shouldn't have to have that argument of sporting purpose when it comes to the AR-15. But the reality is we're we're not dealing with like-minded people out there, right? So what better way to show them that, hey, ARs aren't just about the zombie apocalypse. You know, ARs aren't just a military weapon. ARs are a recreational tool.
2: Absolutely. And
1: this is the most shining example of how they can use an AR for recreation. Because let's face it, man, go out, go to the range and you plink. Okay. You wouldn't be this good of a shooter today if that's all you had available to you was no, plinking.
2: Absolutely right. Absolutely
1: you know right. you know what I mean? Yeah, no. If it weren't for, for competition and shooting sports, you know, you would probably lose interest. Yeah, it
2: would be a, a little fun pastime to do once in a while with your friends. Yeah. Uh, and I totally agree. If it wasn't for... Uh, the organize, the organization, you know, uh, competitions, prizes, sponsors. That drives things. Let's face it. That drives innovation. It it it, it really pushes everybody to get better, and uh, it, and it yeah. creates relationships too. Oh, it, absolutely, friendships. Yeah, you know? and enemies.
0: <laughs> yeah right yeah, we all know that no um, in this industry well you know no. there's,
2: there's there's some people are douchebags <laughs> what are you gonna do but we uh, we didn't have any of those associated with three gun
1: nation no <laughs> no um but <Not> at all <laughs> but I,
2: I, i'll tell you what it, it, it was the, the peak for this you know whole thing for me was uh 2014 2015 kind of like where i see the 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 real the pinnacle uh when when three gun nation uh had a pro series they invited the 50 top men, 10 top females. Uh, we had 10 matches over that two-year period where we all shot the same equipment, same day, same stages. So it wasn't like one day you're shooting long range when the wind's blowing, the next day somebody's got it sunny and nice. It was all, you know, 50, 75 yards and in, fast. You gotta you gotta hustle, you gotta shoot all the targets, you get penalties if you miss, but you really wanna do, you know, just just run on the razor's edge. Everybody same day same gear and we're talking guys who shot a bunch of different divisions and were national champions coming together everybody's going to shoot the same type of guns and we're gonna have the best guys on the range and we're all gonna go head to head and uh to me you know when you when you can have a a match like that and bring in the top guys and gals and, and just just have it all hashed out that day uh it it really shows you know how quickly people can assimilate to a rule set those guns and then apply it and over those 10 matches uh there were only two winners so mm-hmm. myself and daniel horner split he, he won six i won four he was a member of the army marksmanship unit uh, so they you know excellent group of guys that was their job in the military and uh i was just a fat cop from california so i felt pretty good about <laughs> being able to compete at that level and getting some wins there so it was, it was it was a lot of fun
1: it was basically dan and keith you know, it was the Dan and Keith show. You know, neck and neck every every match, every match. I mean, there were there were other guys, you know, for sure that that came in and out of the of the top, but it was Daniel and Keith were like, uh, I guess you'd say uh, like Dale Earnhardt and Daryl Waltrip or something like that. I mean, those. The, it was it was amazing to see the the how you guys pushed it too. I mean, you guys were innovating. On the fly, like you were. I mean, we'd have a match, and it'd be like, "Whoa, you got something new here," you know. Well, that like, and
2: the fact that you'd have to. Like, I'd watch somebody shoot. i watch Daniel shoot, or uh, you know, Greg Jordan, and I, and I'd consciously think, "Okay, that stage plan was a little better than mine, or he shot that faster than than I can shoot my stage plan." So now I have to change my plan and take some risks so I can do better. So the end goal is to win, I wanna win. I just don't wanna you know, be second place or third place. I wanna win. So if I see a better stage plan or a better performance, then I'm gonna change mine. And it may not be something that, that's really comfortable. It may require some you know, more difficult shots that you know, I'm gonna be asked myself to make. Uh, but I'm going to do that because I want to win the match, and that's that competition was really, I think, uh, just a, it was great at the time. I mean, we, we were all running and gunning, trying to trying to be the best.
1: Well, wouldn't you say though, and just in thinking about this, you branched off to do a lot of a lot of things. You know, not just three gun. I mean, you did the international shotgun competition, right? You do, You went overseas for shotgun. Uh,
2: I I actually couldn't accept that invitation. I, I I couldn't get the time off to do it.
1: That okay. Worked. Okay. But you did do the NRA, the, the world shoot. Uh. it's it's the drugs that coming back. He's thinking. a mouse. He's Acid blast. What do you, what did what have you done besides three gun though?
2: Well, I mean, I've. I've Okay, so I, I did travel to Philippines. I shot uh, internationally over there. Yeah, uh, we we did a bunch of different matches. One was a multi-gun match. The
1: point is, went <laughs> to Canada, uh, shot their match. Right. So the point <laughs> is, three gun has made you better overall. Oh, absolutely. No, it yeah. it,
2: it helped me improve uh, not only as a competitor financially. I, 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 frankly, I made a lot of money doing it, so I was very happy with that. Yeah. Didn't did get a call from the Philippines, some gal
0: asking
1: about him. Something yeah. about a bunch of kids. Something about a lawsuit. Yeah, she couldn't have kids. That, that yeah. was a dude.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh ouch. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's a whole other video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Kidding. No, you're not.
1: <laughs> no, we. I mean, we had a we had a great time. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I have some of my fondest memories is just not so much the events but hanging out before and after the events i mean i think you know from a production standpoint you know we're we were hyper focused on um we had a lot of balls in the air we had sponsors we had the television show oh and then by the way we got to put the match on the ground and run the match you know so i mean talk about a mouthful you oh, know you well, <laughs> talking
2: about balls and mouthfuls? <laughs> yeah
1: right yeah, yeah. well uh, uh, there was a mouthful of balls trying to get the sponsors <laughs> to run the match i'll take that wow i missed out yeah. a
0: lot <laughs> we, we do appreciate what you had to do to get those yeah, sponsors boy you them.
1: have no idea yeah it's a I lot was, of therapy
0: i was over filming idpa stuff and oh, i had geez. no idea that in three, well three gun there was mouths and, and, balls <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and all this uh, strippers and strippers <laughs> and blow yeah absolutely it was just
0: amy jane which was kind of Oh shit! I don't even want to ask. I'm afraid to ask. We had our own controversies in IDPA. We don't want to even get into really? those. What, guys
2: weren't using cover when they reloaded. What? What were we talking
0: about? Oh no, 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 no. We had our fair share of. She's doing he, and he's oh, doing no, her. That's terrible. And then underage, way over age, prison time. You know, at three gun, I, mean, I don't,
2: I don't remember any
0: real scandals like that. No one went to jail. Uh,
1: no, no, that was more the pistol only crew. Uh, three gun, everybody's a little nicer. Yeah, well, most of our scandals took out in real time on the internet, you know, basically. Yeah, but it, was more, it was more people being mad about, you know, not getting invited to a
2: match or, yeah, you know,
1: something like that. It wasn't, yeah.
2: it wasn't so much, you know, hey, or he's... stepping
1: over a green line. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah, was, green, oh my God, green lines he,
1: matter. He cheated and
2: blah yeah. blah. And that was, that was, that was the extent of it. We didn't have as much, uh, of the, the controversies, like the some
1: of the some of the scandals, sexual scandals and stuff, but uh, yeah. not we, that we
2: didn't want them. We just no one would participate.
1: Yeah, we tried, we tried to have them, but they just wouldn't come to fruition. We just didn't film them. I
0: mean, just no, uh,
1: no. Well, we wound up uh, w- one scandal. I guess is sort of a scandal. We we hired a on camera personality to do kind of like the back and forth on the range because um, our we had Pat. And By back and forth, he means interviews. Interviews, Not yeah. I was yeah. gonna say <laughs> something. Like, you hired a fluffer. Uh, yeah. I, know. I mean, really? <laughs> no, that's my job. <laughs> oh, no, Pete was good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See,
2: look, look at those forearms. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh, no, shit. Um, we hired a sideline reporter. You know, kind of like an NFL style sideline yeah, yeah, reporter, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, said it. W- said this person said they were Marine, weren't a Marine. Oh, that's right. Stolen valor. Yeah, yeah. It, it right, was like right, after right. we shot the entire season. You know, season's in the can, taped, done, edited, ready for network. And boom, this person stole her valor, Uh. stole valor. Boom, it's Three Gun Nation. They're stolen valor. I'm like, uh, Uh. my partner's a Marine. So (laughs) I'm like, no. Uh. (laughs) But it's like every, it was like, another thing was like, uh, we did, uh, we were on NBC Sports, which was like prime time when we were really rocking. And um, we were in the negotiations with them to take three on to Thursday nights from seven to eight PM, which is a really good time slot. And it was it was right before Pro Football Focus with like the big football network people. And um, we we're like, oh my god, this is awesome. And we're in the middle of these negotiations, and the Sandy Hook shooting happened. Oh. Damn. And yeah, and so two days after that we were notified that we were no, no longer welcome on the on the on the network and it's hard to feel you, you, on one hand you're like damn liberal bullshit blah 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 you know you're you know you're you' you're taking this perfectly good thing and you're ruining it over something that has nothing to do with what you're trying to stand up against but then again then you're thinking, how do I feel sorry for myself? You know what I mean. How how do, you know you you? I'm sitting there just thinking to myself. Well, my God, you know, all those kids are dead, and I want to feel sorry for myself about losing a time slot or losing a being on a network. I can't do that. You well, know, it's a grown up
2: way of looking at it. Yeah, it was, like I say, it stopped momentum moment a little bit, but it, it came back. I mean, it, I mean it, yeah, yeah, back. absolutely. I
1: mean, it did. We did our best. I mean, we we didn't have the opportunity for that big jump into the mainstream anymore, you know what I mean, with with like Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel. You're kind of t- you're kind of preaching to the choir, you know, with those networks, which is fine, which is fine. Um, that's there's a big audience base to to reach there and and we did and we did a great job. Um but what man, I I couldn't help but I was so enthralled with Three Gun. I just couldn't I I couldn't see how a bass tournament Could be on espn and and the winner gets a million dollars from walmart and guys like keith didn't have that opportunity because you tell me when you saw in these past two days and the skill level that it takes to do what you saw keith do there 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 is an argument that that is exactly as much skill if not more skill than a guy playing poker or a guy playing bass you know bass fishing why does our competitive shooting community not have that same same opportunity? And the reason is because of the sex sector of our country that is ignorant to firearms. Well, they're not you even know. ignorant to it. They hate it.
2: There's right. you know, the right. NRA has been fighting yeah. this battle for a long time because there's people who actively organize to come after our Second Amendment rights and yeah it's uh, it's unfortunate yeah. they they want to tell us they want to be the nanny state they want to tell us how to act how to operate what we can and can't have and and that's that's not the American way so uh, I appreciate you putting up that fight we had a great time it was a great run yeah uh, that may have come to an end but you know what who knows maybe we'll do it again
1: sometime. yeah you know what. Hanging out with you the past couple of days it might scratch i to have to scratch that itch. I don't know. Well, there's gonna be some itches. <laughs> yeah, I, tell you that. I knew that was the wrong. <laughs> I knew that was the wrong uh, term to use. But um, one last thing. One last thing on three gun. So Keith, uh, during the heyday, we had our shoot off. We decided to move our shoot off during Shot Show Week at Clark County Range in Las Vegas. And two years in a row, we did it on Wednesday night after SHOT Show was closed. And this was a strategic maneuver by Chad and myself to position the sport in front of the, all the movers and shakers and the right people in the industry at the right time. And so you talk about like running a TV show, yeah. running a match, running an organization, talk about that stress. Think about renting 10 Greyhound buses and coordinating them, picking up passengers at SHOT Show, getting to the strip, getting through the strip to Clark County Range by like 7.30 p.m., getting the match completed by like 9, 30, you know, and give, and then having all these VIPs roll in and having all, oh my God, I so want you to guys, talk about You guys did an incredible job
2: because not only was all, were all those factors in play, but I mean, it was, they served food, they served drinks, they had, and it was cold as hell. I mean it was it was in the 20s and low 30s yeah. a couple of those shoot-offs uh we had a heaters out there just so you could basically feel your hands to shoot um so it, it but they pulled it off and that's the thing i mean i remember in uh, 2013 uh we had uh, uh oliver north came out gave yeah us, gave us yeah, a pep oliver talk came out. Um, yeah, nice. Uh our, our 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 singer, uh, Mark Wills. Mark, yeah, yeah. Was it was eighteen again. Was that his, his his big song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sang that, yeah, and, that was, and and then did the national anthem. Uh, great guy, uh, and then then we got to the shooting. And it was it, it was dark. We did it at night, so it's dark. We got the lights. Uh, Clark County's range is perfect because there's not a lot of stuff in the background. You just you're just focusing on the on the shoot. And uh, although it was cold, it was it was it was a lot of fun. We had all the heavy hitters there.
1: Yeah. At night. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, Mike, uh, cool. you, Daniel, Mike Voigt. Barry Duke, Barry Duke, uh, um, uh, Taron Butler, Taron Butler, uh, Burton Thompson. Yeah. So we, we had a, a, a group. Anybody could win. And uh, Jerry. Jerry. Mentioned. Jerry, yeah. Jerry did not only did he compete, but then he did a. Remember, he did a demonstration, a shoot a awesome. trick, trick, trick shooting, shooting demonstration out there. Um, but the the I think I'll argue the greatest moment in shooting sports history. I'll argue it. No, nobody. Maybe maybe I'll have opposition, but I'm sure I will. But Keith. Gets all the way to the very end, and man, the pressure's on. You're up, what two to one? You're up, you're up two zero. No, one, one, zero.
2: one zero. So, you best of three. I've won the first one,
1: okay? Yeah, one zero. So, Keith's up one zero. If he gets this done, fifty thousand dollars in your pocket. I mean, and we had what 800 people out there watching, easy, yeah. And so, we had you know, a r- honest to goodness sports. Audience, you know, out there cheering on every shot, on every plate. You know, you there was a roar of the crowd when the so and so won. You know, it was it was electric, man. And Keith, he wins. He turns to the crowd, and I get this perfect shot of like the crowd behind him, and keith's like this, you know. And it was like something you'd see in like I don't know I, all the sports movies that you ever watched. And uh, Keith does a victory lap. <laughs> he goes around and he he's high fiving and doing a victory lap, and I'm chasing him with my camera. <laughs> it was probably the coolest thing ever, man. It was it was awesome. So I always I always uh, have a special place in my heart for Keith for pulling that out that night. That was that was real showmanship, man. It was really cool. Well, thank you.
2: I hadn't planned on it. I mean, I, I wanted to win, but when it when it happened uh it was just completely spontaneous i just wanted to share it with the crowd because they were cheering and i felt good about it so yeah I ended up uh going around and getting a lot of positive feedback as i was, I was making my uh, rounds around the uh the stadium there and it, uh, it was fun it was just a lot of fun i'll never forget that
1: yeah it was, a, it was a lot of fun so thank you for organizing oh man hey thanks for being a part of it after hearing about the garcia twist before we started <laughs> filming
0: and i'm like. Is Keith going to dance?
1: <laughs> what's he going to
0: do? I heard he did his victory lap. So what's has, he going if, to do? If,
1: if it's called the Garcia twist, there has to be sexual innuendo in it. Oh, I, good Lord. That is how you came up with that, name. <laughs> no. no. Well, no, hey, no. all joking aside, we just filmed a killer video for Panteo, and You guys were filming? Yeah, we were filming. <laughs> we were just shooting guns. Let's talk about that. I mean, it's... Uh, that video we shot last week? The video we just got done shooting today. Oh, this one. Oh, damn. (laughs) What I envisioned when when we talked about this
2: was basically showing how I have done my training to improve, uh, to get to a point where I can win matches, you know, have won matches in in the States and and, and internationally. Um, When I train, you know, when you're busy, you got got time constraints, you need to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. And I dry fire at night. And I, and I knock out the weapon manipulation, the transitions between the guns in dry fire. And when I get to the range, you know, I'll do that six nights a week, I go to the range on you know, one day a week, and then I'm gonna turn that into some live fire training where I, I just basically verifying what I've done and my dry fire is effective, and then I'm gonna be able to shoot live fire and hit the targets, add in a little long range, practice a little shooting on the move, and I've done everything. And a majority of that has been done at home, at night, 10, 15 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. So no matter how busy you are, Everybody can uh, handle 10 or 15 minutes a night, so no, that, that that was my sense. key. And I think I think we were able to break it all down to where if people watch it, uh, they can rewind it, get all the techniques, do yeah. it safely, practice it all dry, mm-hmm. and then when you get out to the range, you'll have a script of what you need to do to practice and improve.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and I I really think you did a good job of writing that script over the past couple of days. Like for example, one of the key things in the video that I think is um, really going to be beneficial for the viewer is your demonstrations on the different loading and transitionings like start with a unloaded you know unsafe one in the chamber you know nothing in the chamber loaded to you know all the different variants that you might be asked to uh do in a three-gun match you know you pretty much covered all of those and you don't need like you see on TV or on, on YouTube or something, you see a three gun and you see thousands of targets and you're running and gunning and diving and jumping and all these different things. But really and truly what this video does, in my mind, um, is, is able to give the viewer something to reference that can train you for uh, every example of what you'll see um, in, in a match. You know, regardless of the length of stage or, you know, how, you know, how many targets are in, how many targets there are, or whatever. Right. You don't need to set up a huge stage to get quality practice in.
2: Yeah. Uh, What you've done, what you do on a table dry fire, you can turn around, turn that into a a small stage at the uh, range, and then you can reconfigure that stage, shoot it again, reconfigure, shoot it again. It's all just takes minutes. You don't have to drag out a hundred targets. You could literally do it with three or four targets and have good quality training.
1: Yeah, I mean, for example, you know, we had two. What this whole video, we had two tables, two abandoned barrels. And a handful of steel targets, and that's really all. I mean, you don't even need the steel targets, but I
0: hey,
1: mean, don't say that. Ah. You, uh, hey, there's sponsors yeah, the well, those grizzly, grizzly targets. targets. That's totally yes. The grizzly targets is a sponsor, and you all, everybody who shoots knows they want steel targets. So that's let's not argue that yeah, point. Yeah, but if you're like totally broke and all you got is a paper stand. and Absolutely. You, know. and you you
2: can get it all done that way. Uh, when you add in the addition of a steel reactive target, it just enhances the training because not only, because if I was to set up like the precision event where I'm just trying to shoot fast out to 50, I got to go down there each time and tape up those targets and make sure I'm getting my hits. When I shoot on steel, I don't have to go down there because I know I've got that reaction. I don't see, you know, I, I see a splash on the target. I don't see splash in the dirt and I'm going to be successful in that recognizing what everything I did to be successful in the getting that shot. Now, if I shoot paper and I go down there, I may or may not, I probably not gonna fix it because I didn't know I missed in the first place. And then when I get down there, I'm not gonna be sure which shot it was that I missed. So shooting steel definitely adds to uh, the training value. So I, was, I appreciated that Grizzly Targets stepped up, donated some steel to this because I think it uh, enhanced the value for the viewers and uh, for, for the experience that we had on the range to the last two days.
0: Now, isn't Grizzly going to do like a big special promo with us? It's like buy one, get two free, <laughs> something like that. You
2: know, well, Bianchi, yeah. But it's got to be a Bianchi play <laughs> rack. Right? Yeah, yeah Bianchi so, play uh, rack. You buy uh, one, Bianchi play Bionchi, rack. Play and crack, and as long as you can you pick it up. You get you two can, free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was fun
1: moving. <laughs> <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> shit. It's a nice setup. But <laughs> well, a if you heavy. watch the video when, when Keith's shooting the shotgun on it, don't blink. You may have to. See those plates go down and you might have to go slow motion on your remote or something to watch. I mean, Keith can run a shotgun like a motherfucker. Yes, he can. I
2: appreciate it. Yeah, those plates went down faster than a crack whore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Keith knows. Not <laughs> that <And> Keith <laughs> knows. Keith knows. Keith knows, crack whore. knows crack whore. He knows his crack whore. He absolutely yes, does. <laughs> yeah. How quickly it uh, degrades. Yes. 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 No, I didn't see that going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we've been able to do this video because it's been shit 10 years we've been filming videos now and we didn't we never covered three gun yeah um we never had the right opportunity we never had uh it was either a matter of circumstances we were so busy doing something and then we finally have an opportunity to do a wide range of videos and some shit comes up right and then all of a sudden now it worked out that we were able to do it and yeah and, and it was great i mean at, I, I call it introduction to three gun, but it's not. I take that. I mean that differently. It's introducing the viewer to shooting three gun, the fundamentals of three gun, and how to get yourself spooled up, or if you're already in it, to get yourself better. Not really a, you know, this is a this this is a shotgun. This is a carbine. This is a handgun. This is how you're gonna shoot it. And I, and I like the way I like the way you were able to um, to show the viewer. What you can do on your own range, and what you can do at home, to get yourself better spooled up to shoot three gun,
1: you know. It's comprehensive. I mean, yeah. it really is comprehensive. I mean, we were actually able to cover a lot more than I was originally anticipating that we would be able to. And it's not just, it, yeah, you're like you said, it's not intro to three gun. It's like, okay, if you do this, twenty five percent of this video. You're going to be competent, but there's another 75% a treasure trove of knowledge in there that can take you from intermediate to advanced or advanced to more advanced. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, material in the video for sure.
2: Yeah, I I think anybody who watches is going to find something uh, to benefit from. I have put a lot of time and effort into developing this curriculum. I've been teaching it for years and I've each time I tweak it. I try and make it better and better and better. And I'm really happy with the way it turned out. And I thank you both
1: for having me out to the range.
0: No, it's fun. Yeah,
1: fun. absolutely. And you train, right? So I do. So let's talk about that for a second. Um, how can, if somebody wanted to take a class from you, you know, they watch a video and they're like, man, I want to, I want to.
2: Absolutely. Go. Well, I understand I can use the range here, at Panteo Sportsman, you <laughs>
1: Absolutely. so we'll, we'll definitely
2: uh, schedule some stuff out here. Uh, you can use
0: the Fallujah Bay. Uh, there,
2: there we go. Yeah, yeah, uh, that that would be awesome. So if anybody wants to contact me, interested in training, uh, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. And it's Keith Garcia, three gun, or just Keith Garcia on Facebook. And we can start that process. I'll give out my email then, and uh, then we can talk about it. And I'm happy to come out, I'm happy to travel. Uh, that's, I think the best way to do it is for me to go to a group of students. That's where I've been doing it for for some time. I've traveled a lot in the, in the US and Canada teaching, and it's it's a lot of fun. Actually, I guess I won't be traveling to Canada anymore.
0: No. No, you, uh, you they, won't, no. You yeah, yeah, they even, that stupid motherfucker <laughs> outlawed black rifle coffee. How? <laughs> stupid <laughs> hey douchebag in canada if you're actually actually watching this i really hope you are it was fucking coffee black rifle coffee you stupid motherfucker jesus christ i can't believe that yeah yeah you know
2: the yeah. liberal mindset i'll yeah. never understand it yeah
0: you know we, we could have just kept going you know we went we stopped We could have just took over canada
1: we We still can can. it's really cool we We still still can i mean if we wanted to we we could
0: why can't we just open up a tunnel (laughs) for you know from mexico to canada straight line right you know i
2: taught i taught a class in minnesota one year and there's it's half canadian half american everybody from the area and the, the americans were giving the canadians a hard time and and i stopped in the middle of the class and i said you know uh the rest of the u.s Basically, thinks this is Canada
0: to the guys from Minnesota. They didn't like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to have you come out and do classes here at our facility in South Carolina. Uh, we need to film more instructional videos. Excellent. Um, there's bourbon to put away. Ah, we have bourbon there we go. to drink tonight. Very good. Uh, since we're at the Range facility, we can't be drinking bourbon as much as you wanted
2: to. I know, I know. Um, this interview would have been way off track.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there is there is some apple pie and i don't mean the kind in the tray the kind in the jar we have some apple pie
1: that's illegal i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i don't know what it was given to me it was a gift Uh, you found it i found it you found found it it. we might as well drink it it was not at the range so uh, yes so um anything
0: else you have for our audience
2: well i hope you're interested uh Take a look at the video. I think you'll get something out of it. I think everybody can get something out of it. If you focus on that dry fire aspect of it, it really streams line the training and it makes you uh, develop muscle memory that you will call upon under stress when that beep goes off in a match and it will make you better.
0: I agree. I agree. And you have your hands full to get that edited (laughs) (laughs) because we got to get that edited. Yeah. We have to go to Texas to film season two Uh, of Wildcraft.
1: I know. It's going to be busy.
0: And uh, we have two weeks of hell.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Out in the middle of nowhere.
1: I know. I know. I just hope I uh, come back in one piece. 32,000 acres hunting
0: our dad. Yeah. Following the cast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're filming. We're filming a uh, hunting show, Wildcraft. Yeah, yeah. Right after, like, we leave in what three days, four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is gonna be that's gonna be interesting. But uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. It'll be um. It'll be something. <laughs> I wish you guys
2: luck. Be safe. Pete, wear your chastity belt.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you just keep wearing those leather chaps, those assless leather chaps.
0: All chaps, assless. Now that I do have, you showed me the video of him in that.
1: Oh, absolutely. There's a website. Uh, There's I a do, website. I'll, I'll get. You know, I'll put. I'll tag the video. That you have was to get the village
2: people. That wasn't. Me.
0: <laughs> and on that note, yep. ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of this podcast. We apologize for abusing you this long, but we figured, what the hell, we're all here. Let's have some fun. Take care, have a good one.
2: Hi, my name's Keith Garcia. I've been participating in three gun competitions for over 15 years. During that time, I've been fortunate enough to win local, state, national, and even international competitions. One of the highlights of my shooting career was in 2013 when I won $55,000 at the Three Gun Nation Shootoff in Las Vegas. During my travels, I constantly get the question, hey, what should I be doing to get better? How do you train? So in this video, I'm gonna show you what I do. My dry fire routine, that I do every night. What I take to the range, how I train at the range, how I improve my skill level by practicing at home and then confirm it when I go to the range that it's actually working, that I'm improving. I've done that, I've trained six nights a week at home, go to the range once a week, I went from a mediocre shooter to winning national championships. I can show you my practice routine and I know it's gonna make you better.
0: the Make Ready videos from Pantio. Head over to makeready.tv or Pantio.com. Subscribe. Check out our content. There's a lot there. When you get a chance, go to amazon.com or any other place you'd like to get your books from and check out Six Minutes to Freedom written by Kurt Muse and John Gilstrap. Definitely worth a read. Probably something you didn't know about. Probably something you didn't know about until you listened or watched this podcast. Panteo.